Parshas Matos, the first Aliyah, uh, brings us to the laws that we call the laws of Nidarim. Nidarim are a fascinating realm of halacha because they express to us the fact that a person with their speech creates absolute realities. The Torah gives us the ability that a person who is an adult, obviously, who understands what he's doing, can say that something which is technically allowed to them is actually not allowed. So, for example, a person could say, theoretically, and we are, are very, very careful not to do this because it makes such strong realities, but a person could theoretically say that they are making a vow, an oath, that they will never eat whatever green peppers again in their life, right? They could say such a thing and it would be binding or they would never do it for 30 days or whatever and it would be binding. Speech creates absolute realities is a very powerful lesson of the laws of Nidarim. Here in this, in this, uh, in this section, excuse me, in this aliyah, so we have a number of fascinating rules. One is the fact that after that reality is made, there are two ways that it might be broken. One is the fact that you can come to a chacham, you can come to a great leader, a great scholar, and there is such a thing where he could find a mistake, a regret, that would allow it to be annulled. And that also someone who, is, who the vow was dependent on them because it impacted them directly, like a husband or a father, could have circumstances where they could also annul it. Interestingly, the Torah calls them different things. One is to be mayfair by the... By the um, by the husband or the father, and one is to um, that it should never start, and that they are very limited. They can only do it till sundown of the day that they hear it. Whereas a chacham, whereas a scholar who you, who one would come to, can make a hatara, even that, even though it already started and it's in existence, they could stop it. So that's a big difference between the husband and the father who are stopping it from starting on the day that they find out about it, the chacham, the, 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 the scholar could stop it even though it had already started. There's an interesting note that Rashi makes it over here. Um, Moshe gives this, this, this mitzvah with the word zeh, this. This, and this as if he's talking directly with Hashem. And that is a unique term of prophecy that the other prophets don't have. Moshe's level of prophecy was greater than any other prophet. And also that when Moshe teaches this law, he teaches it first, the Torah says, to the elders uh, and the leaders of the tribes. And this was something that was the normal process. As Rashi explained, each mitzvah, as it was taught, was taught first to the elders and the leaders as a display of respect for them before it was taught to the other uh, members, the general populace, if you will, of the Jewish people. So in this mitzvah, we learn one of the great uh, moments of respect and, and deference given in the process of teaching Torah to the leaders, always a special respect and appreciation for, all that they, for who they are and what they represent to all of us.